0: It's health and well-being. We're talking about our immune system. Peter, firstly, what is the immune system?
1: Well, our immune system is actually one of the most incredible. Everything about the body is incredible, but our immune system is amazing. Like it's um, it, it, it's working tirelessly 24-7, recognizing foreign invaders, bacteria, yeast, cancer cells, and tirelessly dealing with those sorts of things all the time. So, you know, we may even have viruses in our system and not even know that they're there because our immune system does such a great job to get on top of them.
0: So a lot of it goes on behind the scenes and it's not until we have a compromised immune system and we start feeling yuck that we yeah. go, oh, okay, that's that's happening.
1: Yeah. Someone could come in here and cough and sneeze on us and they could even have, probably not at this day and age, no one's coughing and sneezing anywhere. No. But um, no. someone could come in here even with glandular and fever and we could both catch glandular fever, but... uh, because I'm telling the story, your immune system might be a bit more run down, you know, not sleeping well with the kids, being sick and stress and just being busy, etc. It might take your immune system a bit longer to recognize that virus is there. And by that time, you've got a gazillion virus particles. So your body's going to have to work a lot harder. Whereas my immune system, I've been resting well, um, you know, eating well, doing all the right things. And then I might get that virus in my system and I might have a sore throat for a day or so and it won't go any further than that because my immune system's gotten on top of it. So it can fight it off. Yeah, it can fight it off. So it comes back to you know the things that we can do to help our immune system be more vigilant.
0: Well, let's have a look at that because my my nan, who's eighty six, has the best immune system of everyone I've ever met. She never gets sick, and she, we call her the machine. Uh, she's you know minded hundreds of kids in her time, but she just doesn't get sick. And you know we'll be sick around her. No, not Nan Farley. So. What is her secret? You know, what can we do to really boost that immune system?
1: Well, I think with Nan Farley, it might be good genes. Oh, I think it could be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, you're related, so hopefully you've inherited some of those genes somewhere yeah, along the line.
0: Hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, so one of the we're we're pretty fortunate in Australia in that we have we really do have a short winter. You know, we, we have do. long summers. We have plenty of fresh fruit and veg available. You know, our diet and lifestyle really is the envy of a lot of countries in the world. So. Hopefully, we get a lot less colds and flus and sicknesses. Why just always the winter?
0: Is it because we're closer together? It's a together? stress.
1: It's a stress on the body. Being cold is a stress on the body. Okay. And for some reason, viruses and things seem to survive more in the. There tends to be more viruses around in winter. That's a really good question, actually.
0: I know we're confined more, so yeah, whether we're in passing... and out of
1: hot and cold, but um, I think generally, colds a stressor to the immune system, and if a virus comes along, we're more likely to get it.
0: Okay, so that old wives' tale where nens are like, you know, cover your feet, you'll catch a chill, or don't go out in the no, cold, I you can get sick, that's that's I, a thing?
1: Yeah, I think they're, they're real things. You okay. know, going outside with your hair wet, you yep. know, maybe not so drastic for myself, but, you know, keep your head covered. Like one of my patients was in the other day, and she said to me that she never gets colds and flus because she always has a hat on, ah, always wears keep, a beanie in keep, winter. Yeah. So keeping maybe keeping our head warm. All right then. So some of the things that can cause our immune system not to be as well. The first one that comes to mind is nutrient deficiencies. Um, You know, it can compromise our immune functioning, leave us vulnerable to nasty infections. And there's certain key nutrients to ensure that our immune system is able to ward off potential infections, um, if not ward off to at least reduce the severity and the longevity of the illness if we do happen to get sick. So it's all your standard vitamins, vitamin A, Mm -hmm. which we think of particularly for lung issues. Uh, vitamin c is probably one of my favorite vitamins i think everyone should take a little bit of vitamin c through winter as an extra yep um d is getting a lot of press lately you know i had a lady in today and her vitamin d was very low yes so and d you know every cell in the body has a receptor for vitamin d so D's definitely been linked to immune system, mood, whole host of things, not just bone density. Okay. And it's a really inexpensive supplement to take if you're low and it's not an expensive test to get for the doctor to include D when you have your next so It's well test worth done. including it. Absolutely. And it's amazing for such a sunny country how many of my patients are low in vitamin D.
0: Yeah, well I was last test. I thought, Oh, okay. So I I was on the supplement. Had yeah. no
1: idea. Yeah, and to get to make it enough from the sun, they talk about full torso exposure front and back fifteen, twenty minutes every day. So oh. we're not going to be getting out there with our no no T shirts or singlets on. Um so D, um your B vitamins, B six, B twelve, um zinc is really, really important and zinc is something that we regularly I regularly test my patients for because it's low in Australian soils and it's harder to get it from our diet and it plays such a crucial role. You know, over 300 different enzyme reactions. So zinc's a big one for an immune system. So tips, the ways to do that, obviously the best way to get our nutrition initially is from as healthy a diet as possible. Whole food, um, diverse range of natural foods, the more colorful, the better. Um, But I'm also a fan if you don't, you know, even if you've got a good diet these days, I'm also a fan of taking a good quality, broad spectrum multivitamin and mineral supplement. Yep. I just think, pace of life quality of our food rushing around i think having that extra insurance on top really can make sure that we're covering all those potential pitfalls so i'm a bit of a fan of everybody taking a multi specifically for them but as what i would call foundation nutrition
0: Peter Mullen, and we're talking winter, yeah, a lot of people getting more colds and flus, and we're talking about our immune system and some things that can lower it or make it more susceptible to not being able to fight off those germs and bugs.
1: Yeah, so we've just talked about or spoken about deficiencies, how our diets can be lacking certain nutrients, or we may need a greater need for certain nutrients through winter. And as we were saying, one of the reasons we get sick more often through winter is that cold is a stress to our body. Plus, our body is at a lower ebb in winter. You notice that yourself? It's dark in the morning. It's dark when we get home. Yep. You do yep. feel like eating starchier, stodgier foods. We're not outdoors. We're not getting sunshine. True. We're
0: looking for we're, heavier everything foods. Everything slows yeah, down. You're so, I right. think that,
1: that affects us as well. Yep. So, um, one big aggravator, though, of our immune response is stress. Mm. So stress is called, you know, it's been called the pandemic of the 21st century. Um, you know, we're all affected by stress. We know it affects our health in so many different ways. But one of the um, things that stress does is it prolonged stress can increase inflammation. But prolonged stress can lead to elevated levels of cortisol. So, you know, when people take cortisone, the drug for rheumatoid arthritis or all sorts of conditions... Our body produces that drug, that chemical as well.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Elevated cortisol cortisol for long periods of time will actually reduce our level of circulating natural killer cells. Okay. So that's our first line of immune surveillance against viruses and bacteria coming into our system. So prolonged stress can interfere with our natural killer cells. And while we're talking about that, you and I were talking in the break about sugar. I was telling you about sugar. Yeah. (laughs) That our immune system, apparently our white blood cells, years and years ago, our white blood cells have an opening to take on board sugar. And our white blood cells, our immune system used to turn sugar into vitamin C. So we used to be able to make our own vitamin C. That's cool. But now we can't. That's a shame. <laughs> so maybe that's because our diet's been richer in vitamin C, but we're one of the only animals on the planet that can't make our own vitamin C. Right. So that's why it's, it's important to have a diet high in fresh vegetables and, and raw stuff because vitamin C gets denatured with cooking. But unfortunately, the white blood cells still will pick up that sugar and it virtually puts our immune system to sleep. So if you have a big sugary meal, your immune system's going to be compromised for six hours after. <sighs>
0: When you told me that I just went, No, another reason that sugar's bad. It's yeah,
1: sugar is sugar yeah. is really bad. So yeah. yeah, so it really affects that again, that immune response. So if we're eating lots of sugary foods and being winter, we might go for more hot chocolates and you know, sweeter sweeter stuff. Food. Yeah. That's going to be compromising our immune system as well.
0: I did not know that. So only do it at home and stay at home for the next six hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't go anywhere if you have hot chocolate.
0: Sleep's another big one, Peter.
1: Yeah, sleep's a massive one. So another study where they took took the same person and they gave them a good night's sleep, eight hours, and again the hours before midnight, the count, and they checked their level of natural circulating killer cells the next day and they were at a certain level. Same person, next night, six hours sleep, which is sleep deprivation, their circulating killer cells were 50% less.
0: That's a huge difference. So
1: one night of bad sleep is enough, again, to cause your immune system to be compromised. So it's not surprising that we have so many immune-related disorders and not many to stress anyone else out there because we're, we're trying to come up with alternatives yeah, to stress. Yeah,
0: it's, it's good to be aware of it, though. Good That's to be aware of
1: how these things affect us. And the other area that there have been some quite good research in with kids, with kids' immune systems, you know, we were talking about your kids before. Yeah. Um. Children that take a probiotic, a specific for them probiotic over the winter months, generally will get less sick than their cohort that don't take a probiotic. So taking a probiotic, working on that balance of good bacteria through your gut is another way of keeping your immune system healthy over the winter months.
0: Yeah, wow, okay. That's, and so, that's one that you don't naturally think of straight away. No, so no, very we, good we to think of
1: probiotic. So um, for your kids, that would be really good for them to take a little bit of a probiotic every day over the winter months
0: is that the same as a micro what's
1: what's the yeah so micro microbiome is the balance of bacteria through our gut
0: so that probiotic will obviously it helps
1: because that 60 to 70 percent of our immune system is based around our gut having a healthy microbiome balance gives us a much greater immune response
0: now carol you're in hamilton and you've got a question for peter it's about rheumatoid arthritis so tell us what your question is um, I'm on medication
1: from my rheumatologist, which brings down my immune system because the rheumatoid arthritis is an immune disease. Yes. And um, I was just wondering how do I? It, it's a bit of a battle to keep my my immune system up when it has to come down. Yeah, look, it's a really good really good question, Carol, and I've I've had that. Numerous times before, but and you do want to make sure that the immune-suppressant drugs that you're taking for your rheumatoid arthritis, um, that we don't interfere with them naturally. And so what you can do, there's a couple of great things you can do that will work around that. So number one, make sure you get your vitamin D tested. Yes. And that your vitamin D levels are really healthy. Okay. Number two is get yourself onto a really good quality um, probiotic. So. Yeah, because that's going to work on your gut health and helps with your immunity there. But maybe speak Mm -hmm. to a naturopath and just make sure you're taking one that's going to be really specific for autoimmune. Yes. yes. And the other thing that you can take is a really good quality mushroom supplement. Yes. Is that uh, Uh, Astrogalus? Yeah, Astrogalus may not be beneficial if you're on immune suppressants, but mushrooms have like a deep immune sort of balancing effect. They'll sort of bring it up if it's down and bring it down if it's up, but they sort of don't tend to interfere with those immune suppression drugs. But again, I'd probably speak to a naturopath about making sure you're on the right one, but that's three very clever ways that you can work on boosting your immune system while you're taking that medication.
0: Good one, uh, thank you for your call, Carol. Now, Peter, we also had a gentleman call in, and he's wondering what sort of vitamins or supplements he should take. He has no spleen um which he believes affects his immune immune system, so he was asking a question in in regards to that
1: yeah having no having no spleen is very tricky because it does play a big role or it can play a big role in our immune system. Fortunately, we either have we have other lymphatic tissue and um white blood cells and immune system. Um, in different tissue, in different areas in the body as well. But for someone with no spleen, they just have to be extra vigilant. So, you know, often um, there's certain bad types of infections that they may need to just always be aware of and, you know, see the doctor at the first sign of anything that looks like it's going to be a bit of a nasty infection. They might have to have a script for antibiotics even that they just have on hand to use. Okay. But from a preventative point of view, um, I would recommend looking at things like um, echinacea. Yep would be one of my favourite long-term immune supportive sort of um, herbs to be on. Again, the vitamin D, which we just spoke about, um, the probiotics and also the mushrooms as well.
0: Okay. And Peter, I know we've covered off um, most of these for extra support for boosting the immune system. Um, Is there anything else that we've missed though? This is in general as well.
1: Yeah, look, for me, through winter, I I always, like I'm a big fan, as I was saying before, and this it would be for the, um, was it Jeff that didn't have a spleen? We're not sure. No, um, I didn't say. Taking a good quality multivitamin, getting onto a probiotic, and then taking the, the D, the, um, the other things we talked about, the echinacea and, and the mushroom. But probably my favourite herb for preventing, helping to reduce cold and flu, On top of a probiotic and d and c would be echinacea yep i love it I, i take it all the time and um the other herb that i use a lot of if someone gets a cold or flu which i think of as like a natural antibiotic is andrographis okay and it's fantastic like if someone's got a cold or flu coming on if you get started with that it can really knock it on the head straight away so yeah so there's great stuff you can have in your natural toolbox at home to pull out and get onto at the first sign of any sort of problem.
0: Well, Peter, thank you so much. Health and well-being back next week. I know we won't see you, but we'll have Belinda, is that correct? Yeah,
1: Belinda will be here next week.
0: Looking forward to it.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.